today on Kaboom. You've got an artist's hands, and your tool is the glass cutter. We're approaching the jump zone. You guys ready? Ready. That's it. I'm calling a code red. Don't listen, Jackson. The mission is still on. All right, you have five minutes. What a rush! Now go! Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kaboom, a show full of original audio adventures for the whole family to enjoy together. I'm Sam Payne, and I'm here with Brian Tanner. Hey, Sam. So as always on Kaboom, we'll take you to a new place with new characters and new situations. So today, we're going to meet a family that loves working together as a team. Working together as a team. But when you say working together as a team, you're not talking about playing softball, right? How did you guess? (laughs) (laughs) This family team works together to pull off high-tech heists to rescue stolen works of art. And as you're listening to the story today, you might consider... Have you ever had a dream of something you'd love to do with your life? And what if your dream was something that you thought the people around you wouldn't understand? How would you talk to them about it? That can be a tricky place to find yourself. Absolutely. And with those thoughts in mind, Kaboom presents the original audio drama, The Glass Cutter. All right, everyone. Let's go over the plan for one last time. Helen and Dad crawl through the Northwest air duct until you reach the fortress's gallery room. Wait to remove the grate from the wall until precisely 3.17 a.m. when... The guard heads down the south corridor and we can drop out of the vent unseen. It's essential that Jackson... Remotely disables the security cameras and alarm system just before you enter the room. Once it's disarmed, you have exactly five minutes to recover the artifact before the guard returns. Helen will take the glass cutter and... Helen? Helen, darling. Helen. Helen! Sorry, what? Honey, have you even been listening? This is a very important mission. It's the first time the location of this antiquity has been known since it was first stolen 50 years ago. We need you on your A-game. What were you listening to anyway? Oh, nothing. Just doing some Duolingo? In case we run into the Italian guards? The audiobook of Dr. Dexter's Abdominal Surgery Guide? Oh, pumpkin. What are you talking about? I can see it on your phone, sitting there on the table. Oh, Helen, you promised us that you'd forget all this surgeon stuff and focus on what's really important. Recovering stolen artworks and antiquities and returning them to their proper home. Helen's in trouble. Helen's in trouble. Jackson! I can't explain! How do I explain? As you might have guessed, we're not your typical family. We come from a long line of art thieves on my dad's side. But in college, he met my mom in an art history class, and she taught him that great art should belong to the whole world. Now we track down stolen works of art and return them to their rightful owners. Honestly, we're a pretty great team. Mom's a walking art history encyclopedia. She even named me and Jackson after her two favorite abstract expressionists. She comes up with the master plan. Tonight, we're going after the legendary sarcophagus of Agnaten. This priceless Egyptian artifact was stolen by the notorious Brunelleschi family, and they are displaying it in their secret fortress, high in the Dolomite Mountains. 
Rodan's the muscle. There are no metal bars too strong or Rodan's too heavy for him. Just one sarcophagus? That's like a night off for me. Are you sure there's not some canopic jars to recover while we're at it? My brother Jackson's our computer and gadgets whiz. Are they joking with this security software? I guess these thieves are more interested in crypts than encryption. <laughs> Access granted. And me? I've got the steadiest hands around. You need a lock picked or a precise hole cut in glass? I'm your girl. I was happy enough with my life. The missions were great family bonding time, and I understood my place in our family. But something happened a few years ago when my parents made me do one of these online masterclass type courses to bolster my high school skills. When it comes to engaging with a monologuing villain, there are two schools of thought. While doing that course, I saw a thumbnail image for a different course in the corner of the screen. It showed a pair of rubber-gloved hands holding a scalpel. Those hands awoke something in me. They looked so competent, so skillful, so like mine. I clicked on it, and a woman appeared on my screen. Dr. Amber Dexter, a legendary surgeon. The secret to being a great surgeon is great hands. Even the bluntest tool can become a precision instrument in the right hands. I knew right then what I was meant to do with these magic hands. But when I told my parents, it didn't exactly go as planned. Here's how it went down. A, a surgeon? surgeon? What? What's wrong? Helen's in trouble. Jackson! Helen's in trouble. Oh, knock it off, Jackson. <laughs> Nobody's in trouble. Helen, what is this chart on the wall behind you? Right next to Mom's favorite Vermeer print? That's our family tree. Sorry to butt in, but actually, dear, that's a Van Dyke. Mom. <laughs> I know. Uh, same country, same time period. Easy mistake. Good guess. Good guess. <sighs> yes, that's our family tree, Helen. You know our family's history. We come from eight generations of art thieves. Uh, you mean master art thieves? Correct. My father took me on my first heist when I was about Jackson's age. He gave me the glass cutter you now hold in your hand, which he had received from his father. My father was convinced I could be a master glass cutter, but my hands were just too unsteady. But you, you've got an artist's hands, and your tool is the glass cutter. But does it have to be? Maybe surgery is my art, and my tool is the scalpel. And besides, Dad, you chose a different path than your family. They stole art, but you return it. So why can't I choose my own path too? You can choose your path. That's why we let you choose to be our glass cutter, right? <laughs> Seriously, Dad, give me one good reason why I shouldn't be a surgeon. Because you just can't break up the team, okay? <sighs> Darling, I can handle this. Helen, our family has a noble calling. We give great works of art back to the world. This family can do great things, but we can't do them if you're not with us. Let's just put a pin in this for now, all right, Pumpkin? Okay, so when can we talk about it? I, I, I don't know. Dad. Don't we have a Picasso to rescue or something? So, yeah, that didn't go great. <laughs> but just because they didn't want to talk about it didn't mean that the feeling went away. Something inside of me knew that I was born to be a surgeon. I secretly finished out Dr. Dexter's surgery masterclass, 
Then I got her illustrated surgical guide. And finally, the audiobook of her memoir. Never forget that while a cut to the flesh may fade, a cut to the family may never heal. I continued participating in the family missions at night. But during the day, I studied medicine. I secretly got accepted to the university where Dr. Amber Dexter teaches. So here we are, about to embark on my last mission. And I've got to keep my secret hidden. So, what's the explanation for that surgery audiobook? Well, uh, I was just prepping for the glass cutting tonight, and, well, it turns out it's quite similar to scalpel technique, so I, I thought this audiobook might help. I guess that makes sense. Unless there's anything else you'd like to tell us? Huh? Me? Nope. Uh, what about you, Dad? Are you up for the mission? Yeah, Dad. You're looking a little pale. Do you have a fever? Uh, just a little stomachache that's been bugging me since yesterday. We've put too much planning into this mission to abort now. That's right. Okay, let's move out. We're approaching the jump zone. You guys ready? Ready. ready. In three, two, one. Mountain air. All right, we're making a break for the watchtower. Oh, I'm a little slow tonight. I'll catch up to you. Dad, the searchlight! Duck! That's it. I'm calling a code red. Don't listen, Jackson. The mission is still on. Honey, that was too close. All that groaning is going to attract the guards. Are, are, are you sure you're okay? Stop asking me. I'm fine. What's next? Near the base of the tower, there's a door to the main ventilation control room. They were surprisingly lax with their security over here. I guess they didn't count on anyone parachuting in from the back. The door does require a passcode, but Helen's just gonna simply rewire it. Red wire, green wire goes here, black one over here. Voila! Magic hands, I tell ya. 
to you? I have a visual on your position in the air duct. The room with the sarcophagus is just 100 feet ahead. Copy that, Jackson. You know what, Pumpkin? Some of our best father-daughter talks happen in an air duct. <laughs> You're awfully nostalgic tonight, Dad. I know. I, I, I'm just thinking about how grown up you're getting. You've made some big sacrifices for the team. You know, someday my duck crawling days will be over. Your mom and I have been talking and, and we think you're the natural choice to lead the team into the next generation. Gee, Dad, that's flattering. But you never know what the future may hold. What if life takes me in a different direction? What would you do then? Is this about the surgery book you had earlier? Because we already discussed this. Sorry to break up this important conversation, hon, but it's almost 317 and we need to get our heads back in the mission. Right. Helen, got your glass cutter ready? As always, right here in my mission kit. Alright, let's see. Wire uh, cutters, super glue, little imaging camera, extra carabiner. Ta-da! Glass cutter. Right on time. The guard just left the area. Deactivating laser sensors and alarm. <laughs> All right, you have five minutes. This is my favorite part. What a rush! Now go! Dad, Charlie! Over there! That glass display case! Sudden pain around the navel that, that shifts to the lower right abdomen and worsens with jarring movements. Dad, your appendix is about to rupture. We've got to cut it out of you, right now. Uh, now? Here? In the middle of a mission? We have no other choice. Uh, but we're gonna need a surgeon. And you need to get out of there in less than five minutes! With these steady hands, five minutes is plenty. But, uh, but you don't have a scalpel or, or anything. I have everything I need. Even, Even the, the bluntest, bluntest tool can, can become a precision, a precision instrument in the, in the right, right hands. Dad, trust me. This heirloom in my hands is going to save your life. You're, you're gonna slice me with a glass cutter? Shh. I'm an artist with this. Jackson, create a diversion so the guards won't hear us. 10-4, Helen. Cranking the fans up in three, two, one. I've got a visual on the and it's the cleanest cut I've ever seen. Wait, how are you going to seal him up? Yes, you've got to stop him from bleeding out! I must have something in my kit. Turn, Helen! And just, just try not to get any blood on that Ottoman oh. Empire rug under you. <gasps> Super glue. Super glue? Trust me, this will close the incision well enough until we get back to the plane. Saved my life, Pumpkin. How did you know how to do that? This is a lovely moment, but we've got more urgent issues right now. Like the guard is coming back in one minute. But we'll uh, miss our chance at the sarcophagus. Knowing you're safe is more important than some <laughs> artifact. Jackson, I'm calling a code red. Confirmed. Get Dad to the safe zone, and I'll be there right away. Let's get you home and stitched up, Dad. All right. Helen.
Now's our college, girl. Great. I've gotten settled in, and my roommates are really cool. We're so proud of you, honey. Listen, I'm sorry I wasn't always supportive of your surgery dreams. I guess I thought I knew how your life would go, and, and when you decided to follow another path, it was hard for me to accept. Thanks, Dad. I used to think I'd be going on missions with you forever, too, but I'm really thriving here. I'm just glad we can be honest with each other now. As a wise woman once said, a cut to the flesh may fade, but a cut to the family may never heal. You read Dr. Dexter's memoir. Oh, Mom, that means a lot. Thank you. I just hope the family missions have been going okay without me. We're figuring out how to carry on. Jackson's built a very promising prototype of a glass-cutting ray. Come to think of it, I think it might have some surgical applications. You leave cutting bodies to me, and I'll leave cutting glass to you. <laughs> Oh, and I checked your class schedule, and I do think you could squeeze in a seminar on post-impressionism on Tuesday afternoons. Great. I'll look into it, Mom. Sorry, I gotta run off to my lab with Dr. Dexter. Believe it or not, today we're learning about appendectomies. Hopefully this time, you get to use a scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> The Glass Cutter, an original audio adventure cooked up in our secret Kaboom lab. Stick around for a preview of next week's episode, but first... One of the reasons we love all kinds of stories here at Kaboom is because they can lead to some great conversations. And here's a few places we went when we were coming up with today's episode. We think you might enjoy talking about them too. So if there are any art history buffs out there... There were some Easter eggs in this episode for you. We mentioned that the siblings were named after a couple of famous painters, Helen and Jackson. Sam, any idea who those might be? Hmm, Helen. Hmm, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> They're named after Helen Frankenthaler and Jackson Pollock. They're two of the most famous abstract painters. And we also talked about a family called the Brunelleschi family <laughs> that is named after an architect and sculptor from the Italian Renaissance. <laughs> you know, as I listened to this story about having the courage to follow your own path, a thing that you feel called to do, I thought about the church group of kids that I belonged to when I was 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. And among that group, sometimes I felt like I was the only one who liked the things that I liked, the only one who felt compelled to the calling that I felt compelled to. But, you know, everybody probably felt that way. They all probably felt sometimes alone in the things that they liked or wanted to do with their lives. Maybe we could have reached out to each other to comfort and support each other even more than we did. Yeah, and Sam, that has me thinking about my own high school years. I was a huge nerd for classic cinema. <laughs> I loved old black and white films, silent films, foreign films, and I would just go and devour them, go to the video store and check out multiple at a time. <laughs> and I always thought, nobody else would be into this. But I remember inviting a bunch of friends over to watch the 1950 classic Sunset Boulevard, and they really dug it. And in fact, it led to me starting a film lecture series in my basement that ran my entire senior year. It was called Brian Presents, and we'd watch all these old movies. And it was so fun to see this thing that I thought was just mine that nobody else could relate to 
they all came and they had a wonderful time. And it was so fun to share that with other people. <laughs> you know, imagining you showing classic movies to your friends is somehow more comforting than imagining you performing impromptu surgery <laughs> <laughs> during an art heist. <laughs> well, that's where this story took us. And we want to hear where it took you. You can email your thoughts to kaboompodcast at byu.edu. That's kaboompodcast at byu.edu. If you like the show, please rate us and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. It can do a lot to help more people find the show. Now, here's a little preview of our next episode, an original audio adventure about the crew of an experimental submarine grounded at the bottom of the ocean. Next time on Kaboom. We've grounded the crystal whale at the bottom of a thousand feet of ocean. What do you think it wants? Wants? We still don't even know what it is. Everyone could survive this if we get clear fast. Jump in and don't let go! That was a little preview of The Crystal Whale. That'll be on the next episode of Kaboom! The Glass Cutter was written and directed by Brian Tanner. The cast included Freya Jorgensen as Helen, Sam Payne as Dad, Lisa Valentine Clark as Mom, Jacob Molaski as Jackson, and Tenery Taylor Norton as Dr. Amber Dexter. The sound team for this episode was led by Dan Carlisle and Clark Jackman, with audio engineering by Daniel Davis and Andrew Brewer, dialogue editing by Andrew Brewer, sound design by Daniel Davis, Andrew Brewer, Carly Wilson, and Garen Brett, Music editing by Daniel Davis and mixing by Daniel Davis and Garen Brett. This episode was produced by Heather Bigley, Sam Payne, and Brian Tanner. The Kaboom staff includes Hannah Harlan, Evie Hendricks, Trent Horton, Jared Langford, Beth Nielsen, Lacey Olson, and Natalia Reeve. Our audio engineer is Carly Wilson. The Kaboom theme music was written by Sam Clawson. If you're looking for more great storytelling for families, check out our companion podcast, The Appleseed, available wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! is a production of BYU Radio. Radio.